Yo, we're back at the kickback. It's episode five, but uh, it's Ace. This is D. And we're back. It's uh, May 19th yep. um, in D.C. this time at my crib. And we're going to talk about some stuff that's been happening. Oh, really good news. We have our podcast on iTunes now or the podcast app. So we'll be sharing that, trying to push that to everybody, more people. We'll be really happy if you leave us a review any kind of review is cool subscribe even but yeah just you know supporting us supporting the culture so. mm-hmm. and then just for clarity the spotify playlist that we have will still be in effect on spotify so we're going to keep that there but now we're just going to be uploading the podcast itself to itunes yeah we figured uh most people everybody has a lot of people have iPhones, so yeah. And then we're we're working on something. If you don't have iTunes, because I know they have iTunes for and like Android users, it's not really that great. But maybe we'll be able to upload it to like YouTube or something, yeah. Just in case. So see what we can do. Um, more on that coming soon. Yeah. So a couple things off top. Um, wanted to say, little B drop platinum flame. Uh, I haven't went through the whole thing yet. But I think I got like 60% through. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a ride. If you don't like Lil B, you know, <laughs> if you don't understand, then, you know. But uh, Very based. Yeah. Extras is like an early favorite right now. Yeah. He's so hard. So Dude. And then. Uh, the cover's hard as hell, too. Okay. So I think everybody's pointed this out. But if you look at Platinum Fane, you know that he has like two right hands. Like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if that was done on purpose or that's just a really lazy Photoshop job. But then like some person, uh, I don't know, they're clearly trolling, but it kind of stands. Uh, somebody was like, little B has two right hands because he's always right. Mm. And I was like, I was like, get out of here. I was like, I, I want to believe that was that was the intent. But I think they're just like, oh, should I botch the Photoshop? Hey Amen. But yeah, that's out. Um, I'm I haven't. Other than that, I really haven't been listening. I didn't listen to any of the new drops. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty chill week when it comes yeah, to music. I yeah. Was, yeah, as far as like, I, I didn't see anything that I would be interested in. I know Nav Drop, but I don't really particularly like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you like Nav, you'll like this. It's not any better or worse than the other stuff that he's dropped. Um, Basically, yeah. I think it's it's not as good as the first one, but it's better than the one he did with Metro Boomin. So, yeah, so um, saw the uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary, LeBrons are coming back out. Those are pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, the bring in the white and red Air Max ones back for the I don't know how much, how many times, but yeah, this is a kind of a classic shoe, though. Yeah, yeah, so which I wish they would do that with like bread ones. Yeah, just imagine yeah. like if you can if they give if they gave everybody a chance to get bread ones like maybe like once every two years or something like that i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. most people have them and i don't mind seeing people that's just a classic shoe like i agree know. yeah it should be it's like a pair of forces right to me like it, yeah it's it's different now because like when we were coming up just seeing a pair of bread fours in a decent condition was just like very rare but at this point everybody's styles kind of like evolved around that so it's either like you're an air force guy a jordan one guy or like a vance guy or girl you know so we're not excluding anybody right um so i don't know 
I, I would be up for that. Like, I, as an adult, I don't really care about having like the most exclusive stuff. I just want what I want. Exactly. So, yeah. And, yeah. So my uh, one of my friends, I like one of my friends asked me about the Skepta joints, the the new ones that came out, which they're all right. But he's like, oh, yo, you copying? I'm just like. One, I don't see them on the sneakers app. I don't see them anywhere online, and I'm not just putting. I don't like putting a whole bunch of effort into getting shoes anymore. Like, that's it's just the thing too. Yeah, tiring. like you can't, you can't be working like 40, 50 hours a week. And we both work in like the IT world, so sometimes you'll just have really long weeks, and then you have to get up at like five to go line up in Georgetown to have even like a decent shot. Don't have, yeah, I don't have it anymore. Anymore. I did that with the threes, the blacksmith threes, mm, which they did. A restock on actually yeah so see how that went uh yeah i just can't be sitting in line all day the unc off-whites look pretty hard uh i think those are the second best ones i'm kind of tired of seeing them but the those are okay i might try to put some effort into those yeah same same (laughs) i'm not even gonna lie um so I was going to ask you, because you have the Off-White Pressos, which I think is the best one that he's released, period, out of all of the Off-White collabs. But they have, I think, three colors. So they have like the white, the black, and a gray pair. I think I just saw that the gray pair is actually, Virgil confirmed they're fake. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. It's unfortunately, because I actually think the gray pair looked the... I like that color on that silhouette the best, but... Um, how do you feel about the other two that released? I like them. I don't think they're better than the first. I don't think they're better than the first one. So, right. Um, I still, I, I, I like them. I, I, I would try to get, I would try to get a pair. Yeah. A pair. It's just, I think the, for the first ones, just like that contrast with the, the black on the, it's mm-hmm. not even white. It's like tan. Right, it's like the, really the glove cool. itself is like black, and yeah. then it's the the sole is white, but then the actual thing on the outside. Exactly, yeah. So, and I'm actually I don't never plan on selling them. I'm not gonna sell them. I'm actually gonna go sharpie them in a couple of days. Put my name on there. Put Ace on there. Or whatnot. Mm. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I. I'm, I'm, I still can't believe I still got the email that says I won like <laughs> just have it favorited it's crazy <laughs> when I saw that I just went nuts but um, yeah man shout out to you Uvic though yeah, that's where, where I got them from mm-hmm. um is there any other drops that or you would I actually cop the uh, the 97s the um, the gold ones ah yeah, good deal yeah I, I got them online and then my homie actually sent me like a picture from Georgetown I'm like yo they're here I just didn't want to take any chances this time because yeah. resale was crazy yeah but they came they came down though pretty uh, a lot because mm-hmm. they re-released so StockX like whenever something moves or when it drops the numbers will move a lot so after maybe like the first week or after the first 10 days and you really get a good idea on where it is um, because I know for instance like uh, a friend of mine who like we sell Supreme and stuff, they'll get it and sell immediately. And you can usually sell it for a lot higher if it sells immediately because it'll start to fall after a couple of days. So I don't know. There's that. So sometimes there's nothing wrong with waiting a little bit. True. Um, not to get off topic, but speak, uh, speaking of waiting, uh, I'm, it's not that I'm waiting, but I still need to see it. But you saw Deadpool too. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you, thoughts? so 
Okay, so this is coming from somebody who's a really big Deadpool and Cable fan. Uh, I really liked being able to see Cable on the big screen. Um, and I think that if you like the first one, you'll really mess with the second one. It was a little slow getting started, and honestly, I was having doubts watching it, but then it picks up maybe after the first quarter of the movie, and I'm like, okay, we're good. Because in the beginning, I feel like the, some of the jokes were forced, but that's that's also kind of like Deadpool's character. Like I feel like sometimes when I'm reading the comics, not all the jokes land, but he's just like a goofy character, so... I know sometimes you find them annoying and sometimes it's just like everything hits. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And, and uh, everybody's favorite is like Domino now too, so. Oh, the lucky, the girl from uh, Atlanta. The girl from, yeah, yeah, man. So, <laughs> yeah, she, big ups to her. She she did her thing too, so. Is that really her? Yeah, her, her ability is that she's just super lucky, which is actually a, a pretty dope ability to have. So... Just living life on edge, like every yeah. Time, so yeah. Um, so I had I had two concerts that I shot this past week. Uh, hopefully, the review is going to go out for the first one, which was Georgia Smith. That one was is amazing. She's amazing and like live. She sings even better. Like you know those just like singers that sound good in the studio only, mm-hmm. but live, it's like, you know, what the fuck, like, right. chicken scratch. So, but no, right. that's total opposite of her. She's, she's amazing. Uh, opened up for her was this girl named Emma Lou. They're actually both like, George Smith and Emma Lou are like, both 20, like, so they're like really young. Mm. I think Georgia Smith, when her debut album drops, like she's probably gonna like skyrocket. So next time she comes, she's in Howard Theater this time, she's probably gonna be in like, the anthem probably and then the next time she comes you'll probably be in the capital like after that so mm-hmm. um yeah just looking forward to how her, that new album's gonna sound but uh got some really good pictures i thought that was one of the easier shows i had shot because just because the the way they had the lighting it was an emphasis on me, like showing how beautiful she was so mm-hmm. it was yeah. really easy to shoot um I actually came home that night. I edited. I posted a picture at like one o'clock in the morning, which I, you know, I don't. I usually don't edit that same night. And like that morning, she posted my picture, and it was that was like the craziest thing I ever happened. So I got like a super like photo, but it's not even on my page. Mm-hmm. But it, that photo's still crazy. I'm really glad she did that. And I got a hoodie that I bought at her show that I wore like three times this week already so <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, then PJ Morton he's actually a member of Maroon 5 but I think his solo work stands out really well mm-hmm. he's um, it's kind of like R&B soul he's from New Orleans his last album named Gumbo is fire so mm-hmm. he's playing at the Fillmore at Silver Spring and he had that was like the first concert that I've been to in DC where I could say like 97, 98, 99, maybe like it was 99. It wasn't 100%. 100, 99% of the people were like black. 
and it was just going up. Like I mm. thought I was in Jacksonville. Right. You know, and it was like a like people were catching the Holy Ghost in there. It was just crazy. Like mm-hmm. it was like church. So it was he put on a good a good ass show. So. And then just for perspective, because in DC there's like a pretty decent mix of like different ethnicities and stuff. So usually like it's it's kind of like New York in the sense where you when you go to anywhere it's usually not just one ethnicity or one anything. So seeing that is just kind of rare. Exactly. So um, yeah, shout out to him. That was a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. I was going to say, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, well, go ahead. What you going to say? I was going to say to piggyback what you're saying with Georgia Smith. She kind of reminds me like her kind of come up because she's she's been around for a little bit, but she kind of reminds me of like Kali Uchiha. So in the, in the sense of like they do amazing work and I feel like nobody is like paying attention right away. But then like usually when the first album drops, I feel like that's when they start to really kick off because the, the feature work is usually pretty telling on how much or how talented they are. And I think Kali Uchiha is also kind of one of those uh, acts that uh, is better in person, but the studio is really good too. So she is. She's actually from uh, Norvia. Really, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, Kali Uchi says, but yeah, I think those Drake cosigns, like just him mentioning Georgia Smith, putting her, putting her in on the uh, on OVO radio mm-hmm. at that one time, then put him, putting her on the album like two times, mm-hmm. like that really helped. And yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for that album to come out. Um, I was gonna say more music. The Dope Swim Festival. I mean, I'm probably not going, but it's October 6th, 7th. And uh, L.A., a couple big names, Thundercat, Hannibal Burris, Run the Jewels. And there's a lot of uh, unknown people, I guess, maybe they haven't booked or they're just... But this is a lot of surprises or yeah. question marks on here. So they probably don't have anybody yet. Cause this oh, is just and IDK, kind of, IDK is there, too. Yeah, pretty much everybody who's been on like adult swim bumps and stuff for the most part are on that set list or they they interact or close to the people at adult swim um this was actually kind of like out of the blue so i didn't know how this is going to do for its first year but i would think that this would be a pretty good thing i'm surprised they did it in la instead of doing it in atlanta i feel like there's a missed opportunity because adult swim is actually in atlanta Mm. so but I think this will be pretty cool. Festivals are like the way to experience music, really. Like, um, I think it's cool to see music. Like when you have like a couple of artists, they'll come every now and then. But I feel like I would rather pay maybe like $300, $400 and then just be able to see everybody that I want to see all at one time. Exactly. So. And that's, I tell people that too. Um, just being able to, you pay your one fee for that weekend. And then there might be like a big name, like uh, like Jay Z. You might have to pay one fifty at Capital One Arena, mm-hmm. which is yeah, like a arena. Like you're gonna have to pay some good money to go see it, where you can control where you're at. Yeah, it's, and there's usually other stuff going on too. Yeah, there's a so. bunch of yeah, well, well worth the money. Mm-hmm. I was actually talking to, some, I was talking to um, somebody at work, mm-hmm. and she said she paid like. Five fifty for Lady Gaga tickets to be in the front. Like what? Exactly. What year was this? Was this recently? It was recent. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Okay. So I gotta talk about this, right? 
I was looking at tickets on uh, SeatGeek. Shout out to SeatGeek. Um, they actually helped me out with a, a lot of stuff with some of the tickets I had before, so I just want to shout them out. But nonetheless, um, I was looking at tickets for, was it Britney Spears, right? And I don't think Britney's put out anything in like maybe like three, four years maybe. It's been a while. Yeah, Britney Spears, though, she's... But she's... Yes, I understand that she's Britney Spears, though. But, dude, like... Like, nosebleed seats for that show but, was, like, 350 But where is it at, though? Uh, let me actually check. Brief intermission. Um... Yeah, why is checking that? Nah, Britney Spears, I think her... Whenever she decides to want to do, like, an anniversary or some kind of tour like that that it's gonna sell out but um oh the drake amigos is coming here too mm. to dc um the tickets went on sale already but tickets are kind of od now so so one. okay so the it's at the mgm so i guess then that makes sense the highest like the nosebleed seats are like three ten, but then like front rows like six hundred. So, yeah. But I can understand. I guess I can understand because Britney's catalog is just like so massive that um, going to her show. And I, from what I understand, like her shows are kind of like a whole thing in its own. Like kind of like with Travis's shows, there's a lot going on with it. So it's not just, right. So that's, that's what, from what I hear about Britney's shows as well. I mean, I I haven't really particularly looked into it, but from what I hear, they're pretty crazy. So that kind of makes sense now, but yeah. You would go to Britney Spears concert? No, (laughs) but I'm saying bring, bringing this back around. Um, So instead of paying $600 to sit front row at Britney Spears, I'd rather say pay $400 and then go see like, I don't know, like, like future and Ray Shermer and like a bunch of of genres acts. Right. And yeah, you can stand in the back and still be good and listen to the music. Right. Time or be in the front. And plus at festivals, they always give out free shit. So that's always tight. Exactly. So, um, next thing I wanted to just briefly touch over and then we'll get to like the main, main topic. Mm. Meet and Mill, I guess he was going to do a White House visit. Right. Which, uh, with other, amongst other, with other activists, uh, um, keep saying, um, yeah, he's going to have a uh, White House visit regarding like his recent prison mm-hmm. stint. So, yeah, um, it was about prison reform and things pr- like that. Yeah, prison reform, um, wrongly convictions, mm-hmm. stuff that like hurts a lot of people in our community. So, right. Uh, which I was for, but then I guess it turned into a celebrity match between mm. Donald Trump and Meek Mill that that was going to be the headline and that was the reason that he ultimately pulled out of not going so mm. I think that was a good I think that was a good choice yeah but I think I think they're still going to meet so the rest of the activists I think are still going to meet at the White yeah, House yeah, yeah. but Meek Mill's just not going that's yeah. the only difference so there's still some being something done about this and there's still being a conversation had, but Meek Mill's just pulled out of it. Yeah, and I think he's coming out with like documentaries, probably gonna, new music's probably gonna reflect that, so mm-hmm. look out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, I wanted to talk about social media. Mm-hmm. 
recently in our area, Washington, D.C., DMV area, there was a magazine uh, that came out with a story or a campaign. I would say a campaign, actually. And uh, they made T-shirts. The T-shirt said... I'm not a tourist, a tourist, or however you say it. I'm not a tourist. I live here. Now they deleted. They since deleted this post, and but the post had people that lacked. It, it lacked diversity, mm-hmm. and that caused a, like a. They got a real big backlash on that. So, just wanted to. I just showed you the mm-hmm. story. I wanted to hear your thoughts about it. Yeah. And when I was looking over the story and kind of reading some of the feedback that I saw online, um, the big thing, which I don't know how they missed this, but D.C., as we were talking about earlier, is a pretty is like a super diverse uh, place. I think uh, 47 percent of the people who are in D.C. or some type of ethnic or some type of person of color, I guess, is uh, how, how they how the numbers showed it. So for them to do a campaign of uh, what's what seems like mostly white people saying that they're not tourists, that they live here, it's kind of like that Christopher Columbus syndrome. It's like, well, I live here now, so this is like, this is like... Um, I don't think it was just, well, yes, most of them were white. I think it was one that was like a Hispanic. A, yeah, but, one Latino. I mean, it would be different if... If it was in another place that had like all white people, I guess mm-hmm. that'd be cool. But saying that's how DC is very diverse, and that's like what it's known for. Yeah. Like that's DC, LA, and New York are known for their diversity. Yeah, and then but a lot of the people that are actually from here are like black. So, right. Yeah. Um, they don't look like what's in the photos they're not in the places that where the photos are because from the most part it looks like they're in pretty gentrified areas yeah which is like a big thing in dc now well big thing in dc period yeah but um, and yeah. they're all like social media influences that i haven't seen or other people said like they haven't said anything yet mm-hmm. it, of course they care about their image but it, i think if you would really cared about yeah I just I don't know to me I just think the whole campaign is just weird like it's just to me it's like one of those things that were done and then didn't really have a point and then they did it wrong like that it's just a combination of a lot of like why and don't do this um because to me I, I just don't understand like what the point that they make is like who cares if people think you're a tourist right like it's just to me it's just I don't know. I don't know what trying to point they're trying to make. And I, I guess that's what I'm most confused about. Like, I think their campaign, the way they went about it is, is pretty dumb. Right. Yeah. But they, cause they could have easily said, I'm not a tourist. I'm from here. And if it was, I'm from here, then it would, it should look a whole lot different. And I was thinking when I was looking at some of the photos that I was going to see variety in it, but they like, they picked like only the pretty shit. Right. And everybody knows that if you live in a metropolitan area, like not everything is pretty and that's the beauty of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to different, if you go down a couple of blocks, like it looks completely different, but they seem to uh, have like a very specific narrative or that's, that's what it seems like in this from the bit that we got. Yeah. Um, 
And I never really read this uh, Washingtonian magazine before, but I guess even this uh, this message that the CEO put out. The, this apology or I guess what was supposed apologies to be apologies in quotes yeah what was supposed to be apology the one thing that stuck out to everybody was uh, this, the, one of the last sentences in the second paragraph it says uh, we're confident that when the campaign is complete it will reflect the diversity of the readership that we serve so obviously they don't they weren't particularly trying to that's what it seems like it seems like they weren't particularly trying to aim towards inclusion of everybody they just wanted to make it seem like to me it looks like we know mostly like people of color live here but we live here too type of thing I don't know if that's what they're trying to do but it also comes off as really fucked up in, in this day and age yeah I could just it's just pretty wild like stuff like this keeps happening I, like in this like you see like even with like the H&M thing yeah that was wild. I feel like that was intentional. Like, but at the same time, right? From what I understand, that design came from like somewhere else. It didn't come from like America. It came from like the European division. And like, I guess that doesn't have the same context. But I mean, to to me, and from like stuff that I see, and even people from Europe online have been saying like, no, this is still kind of fucked up. But they let it go anyway. I just, I feel like you as a marketing group or whatever should just put a little more time and effort into kind of uh, getting feedback from different groups instead of just whoever's on your team because clearly I think the teams are not or have somebody on your team that's gonna that's have a diverse team basically yeah they'll tell you and if you respect their you know you should respect their uh, perspective on things and this stuff like this wouldn't happen. Right. And it, not even just from diverse, like, ethnicities and stuff, but, like, different backgrounds, I feel like is, like, what the important part of it is, too, along with that. Because if you get people who have different outlooks on it, then... Um, you can kind of make sure that it checks with more than just the people that you work with, right? Because it's only a small group of the people that are in the world. Exactly. So we'll uh, we'll put this we'll put this story or a link to some of the excerpts of the story because they Washingtonian deleted it, but there's mm-hmm. like some tweets and the apology letter and just example of the picture. We'll put that in the notes so you can check mm-hmm. it out. Well, one quick thing, I know we're wrapping this up, but a part of me thinks that at this point, because there's been so many stories like this, I feel like a part of this is deliberate in the fact that um, maybe not everybody, but I think some of them may be baiting people. They're they're baiting a negative reaction because uh, like I would have never known about this until it blown up. But once it blows up, like you don't even have to keep it on whatever social page we have. You can just delete it because everybody will just screenshot it and then just issue out an apology and then maybe in six months people will forget about it but at the time like everybody's aware of like that situation or whatever is going on um i feel like it's like um kind of the same thing with back in the day with reality shows where they're just like they're promoted for being really toxic and that's why people watched them Mm -hmm. i feel like this is kind of like of the same train of thought but it's uh like race, which is like the hot topic now versus just people just being trashy on TV. I don't know if that makes sense. I can 
I think I get your point. I was mm-hmm. gonna just I was gonna add just the way the internet, how fast people receive and can send out information. Like mm-hmm. people have really short term memories. So yeah. maybe maybe they got the boost they wanted. Maybe they don't really care. Washingtonian, mm-hmm. so but and then people forget, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I think as a as a company that's that's representing like the community of DC, like actual DC, you would want to make sure that everybody is on the same boat. But it seems like that's not really their goal. I don't think it is. Mm. And this is Washingtonian who did the shirts, right? Not Washingtonian did the this, article or the did the shirts this, too. No, they did this campaign with the shirts. Mm. They had a couple of social or the social media posts, and then. They came out with an apology, but I didn't even see like, I mean, I only saw the couple posts on Instagram. I don't know if there was some other stuff because when I caught wind of it, they had already deleted it. Mm. And I was looking at people's Instagram stories and like, what, what, what happened? Because it was like a lot of people talking about it, just being connected to just some of the Instagram or some people, friends I made through Instagram on here. But yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, hopefully, maybe I can find some other, some of the other pictures. But yeah, not a single black first person, or not even and like a black, person of black, color in I mean, general. Forty seven percent of DC is black. So. Yeah, or like a person of color. the The number was person of color, but I'm not sure what percentage of that is black. But I'm pretty sure it's a pretty decent size yeah. amount of that. So, because a lot of them are, I think like the big quadrants that have so. I have, a lot of uh, black people is uh, southeast and like northeast, and most of these pictures I think were probably taken. I already see this is the capital, so this is like northwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but maybe they can get it right next time. Maybe. Um, you had anything else you want to add mm. before we get out of here? Nope, that was it. Just uh, plug in the playlist again. We'll have some of the music that we talked about in this episode in the playlist as well. Um, also, we'll have a link to the summer playlist in the description as well. So that you have, we have two playlists going at the same time. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And Spotify is free, mm-hmm. but you'll get ads. So at least check it out. I think uh, I had Spotify and iTunes, or not iTunes, Apple Music at one point, both of them at one point. I had Apple Music a long time before I had Spotify, and I will say Spotify, I believe, is the superior streaming service. For music. For music. Yeah. So Yeah. If you're getting tired of asking people, oh, where can I get new music from? Spotify mm. will just it'll help you out a lot. And I just like the the fact that there's kind of that social part of it too, where you can share playlists and then have like, like say if you have like a group chat, for instance, and then you can share music through this playlist too. And it's just a quicker way to do it. So there's, there's a lot of upsides to, to Spotify. So yeah, we check it out. So these people, but it's Saturday, May 19th, mm-hmm. kickback, says. This is D. And we're out.